Welcome to a special bonus episode of Fatal Follower Presents, the St. Patrick's Day Appreciation. So we know who the biggest star of St. Patrick's Day is in horror, and that is the Leprechaun. Leprechaun movies have spanned eight movies in a franchise. Uh, We were given Leprechaun in 93, Leprechaun 2 in 94, Leprechaun 3 in 95, Leprechaun 4 in Space, 1996, Leprechaun 5 in The Hood in 2000, Leprechaun Back to the Hood, 2003, and then Leprechaun Origins in 2014, and Leprechaun Returns in 2018. It has spanned decades, and it is a beloved franchise of yours truly. I love Warwick Davis. I love even the new one. Uh, Leprechaun Returns was a what I thought was a fantastic uh, movie. Uh, really gory, really just cool uh, direct legacy sequel to the original. So if you haven't checked that one out, I think you should do it. I recommend those. I love watching those movies around this time of year, really any time of year, but specifically for the St. Patrick's Day season. But who is St. Patrick? Much of what is known about St. Patrick's life has been interwoven with folklore and legend. Historians generally believe that St. Patrick, the patron saint of Ireland, was born in Britain, not in Ireland, near the end of the 4th century. At age 16, he was kidnapped by Irish raiders and sold as a slave to a Celtic priest in Northern Ireland. After toiling for six years as a shepherd, he escaped back to Britain. He eventually returned to Ireland as a Christian missionary. Now, among the legends associated with St. Patrick is that he stood atop an Irish hillside and banished snakes from Ireland, prompting all serpents to slither away into the sea. In fact, research suggests snakes never occupied the Emerald Isle in the first place. There were no signs of snakes in the country's fossil record, and water has surrounded Ireland since the last glacial period. Before that, the region was covered in ice and would have been too cold for the reptiles. Leprechauns, you ask? Well, the red-haired green-cloth leprechaun is commonly associated with St. Patrick's Day. The original Irish name for these figures of folklore is Laberkin. I think I definitely did not pronounce that right. Meaning small-bodied fellow. Belief in leprechauns likely stems from Celtic belief in fairies tiny men and women who would use their magical powers to serve good or evil. In Celtic folktales, leprechauns were cranky souls responsible for mending the shoes of other fairies. What is it we've learned in watching the leprechaun franchise? There is a particular uh, supernatural element called shamrocks. The shamrock, a three-leaf clover, or if you find a four-leaf clover, you have got luck, has been associated with Ireland for centuries. It is was called the Seamroy by the Celts and was considered a sacred plant that symbolized the arrival of spring. 
According to legend, St. Patrick used the plant as a visual guide when explaining the Holy Trinity. By the 17th century, the shamrock had become a symbol of emerging Irish nationalism. Now, with all of this, we got to talk about food if we're talking about Ireland. And the meal that became a St. Patrick's Day staple across the country, corned beef and cabbage, was an American innovation. While ham and cabbage were eaten in Ireland, corned beef offered a cheaper substitute for impoverished immigrants. Irish Americans living in the slums of lower Manhattan in the late 19th century and early 20th purchased leftover corned beef with ships returning from the tea trade in China. The Irish would boil the beef three times, the last time with cabbage, to remove some of the brine. Now, this fatal follower and my family, uh, half of my family has Irish ancestry, and uh, we definitely love to eat our potatoes and cabbage and cornbread and all that good stuff. Uh, I think we have eaten our share of fried potatoes with every meal growing up as a kid. And uh, one of the things that I really enjoy about, uh, and my mouth is watering as I'm talking about potatoes and cabbage, is the rich Celtic history in folk tales and folklore and mythology. It is encapsulates uh, a part of uh, what I wanted to learn when I was in college and wanted to continue to grow into as an adult. I just love all of the lore there. And I think it's so cool uh, reading stories about leprechauns and watching murderous leprechauns in horror movies. Which kind of brings me to today. Now, of course, uh, I want to celebrate the Leprechaun franchise. And if I was going to rank them, just to throw this out there, I didn't rewatch the whole franchise recently, but that's something that is on my uh, to-do list maybe this year. But the Leprechaun from 93, the very first one, has always stood out to me. Uh, of course, it's Jennifer Aniston's first role. And Warwick Davis just brings the camp right off the bat and solidified the Leprechaun as a horror icon. Definitely one of my favorite uh, horror icons. Uh, one of the lesser known, one of the lesser celebrated, but I think good old Lep has some murderous uh, kills uh, in this entire franchise. And I want to definitely throw out uh, the very first Leprechaun as my number one. Number two, I would have to go with Leprechaun 3. I love the idea of uh, the Leprechaun going to the Sin City, air quote, Las Vegas, and just going wild with his powers and how he can exploit uh, the type of powers and uh, fear and greed. And it's a perfect place to set a Leprechaun movie. So that's my number two. Number three, I'm going to go with Leprechaun number five in the hood. I think this was actually a very strong entry in the franchise. It's funny. It's campy. It's over the top. And I really dug the characters in this. Uh, the overarching uh, story was really cool and, and really just brought another element. And I love urban horror. And uh, I think this was at a time to, in the, it came out in 2000, uh, basically capitalizing on the direct-to-video market. And uh, that's where Leprechaun has really done well. And so uh, my number three is Leprechaun 5 in the hood. My number four would have to be Leprechaun Returns. And that is the newest one from 2018. I really dug uh, the direct sequel to the original, even though it's played by a different 
uh, actor. Uh, I do miss Warwick Davis in the role, but I think this actor really brought it. And uh, he was very, very, very cool with the blood and the gore. He just brought the kills in this movie. And uh, I thought it was an awesome return to form. So uh, that would be my number four. My number five would have to be Leprechaun 2. This is one that I actually have probably seen the most Uh, growing up as a kid. I really would watch this when it was airing on HBO all the time. Uh, They played this one a lot. And uh, while it's not my favorite, uh, I think it's very fun and has an interesting story uh, going on. So that would be my my next pick. Uh, My number six would probably have to be uh, Leprechaun, Back to the Hood. This was a fun uh, follow-up to part five. Uh, not as strong, but still has some really cool elements. Really fun, awesome gifts out there if you can look up some gifts from this movie. Uh, I think the gifts are actually the most exciting part of this movie, but it's pretty fun. So I want to throw that out there. My number seven would probably have to be Leprechaun Origins. While this doesn't have uh, either... Warwick Davis or the actor from Leprechaun Returns. This kind of gets more into creature horror. And I actually really like this one a lot. And as a franchise entry, it ranks low. But as a creature feature, I think it's pretty strong. Uh, so that would be my my number seven. And lastly, unfortunately, is Leprechaun 4 in space. This one's really rough to get through, but it does have some fun moments, especially the scene where you get a giant-sized uh, Warwick Davis as Leprechaun. Pretty fun. Uh, very cringy. So if you're looking for a fun party movie to put in, to have in the background, you might go with Leprechaun 4 in space. However, this bonus effort is really to give you listeners out there an idea of some other Irish horror out there uh, that you may check out. Now, first on my list is one that I wasn't really sure I was into initially, but after rewatches, it's uh, it settled into a nice place uh, that I like to call that slow burn creature horror. And uh, it's from director Lee Cronin, and he is currently set to release the new entry in the Evil Dead franchise. So I'm kind of curious what he's going to bring to that franchise. But his movie here that I want to highlight for Irish horror is The Hole in the Ground from 2019. It is about a single mother living in the Irish countryside with her son, who begins to suspect he may not be her son at all, and fears his increasingly disturbing behavior is linked to a mysterious sinkhole in the forest behind their house. It has that classic changeling uh, idea, and I think this movie exploits that really well. While it kind of falls apart in the end for me a little bit. I think that there's some really good elements and I would definitely recommend this. I believe this one is actually on Tubi for free to check out. My second uh, recommendation is Rawhead Rex from 1986. And of course, this is adapting the famous Clive Barker story. Uh, It is more fantasy horror, uh, I would say, but very cool. Just got a release on Blu-ray a couple years ago. I would recommend it. It's about an ancient creature called Rawhead who is awakened from its slumber near an Irish village and goes on a rampage, killing anyone in sight. This is a very bloody, very gory creature feature. And uh, if you uh, know me, 
aside from slashers, creature features are right there at the top for what I like to watch. And uh, this is some fun campy moments. Um, while it doesn't do the Clive Barker story justice, it, it is good in its own in, in its own way. And I would recommend this. I believe it is actually on Tubi as well. Actually, most of the recommendations I have, I think, are on Tubi. <clears throat> Uh, the next selection that I would like to talk about for my Irish recommendations, Irish horror recommendations, is one that I go back and forth with, and I actually think that the more I watch it, the more I appreciate it. And it is From the Dark from 2014. It is about a couple on a trip through the Irish countryside, and they find themselves hunted by a creature who only attacks at night. Uh, this is a very cool play on... Um, a creature feature, but also another type of subgenre and horror. I won't reveal it because I think it's worth checking out and uh, seeing for yourself. Really cool uh, survivor girl in this movie that puts up a hell of a fight and learns about the creature along the way. And really cool scene at the end and during the climax uh, where you get to see this creature uh, in its own, I guess, environment. And I thought it was really cool. Really cool opener where you see the creature for the first time as well. Uh, definitely recommend this one if you can check it out. Uh, it, I think it is on Tubi as well. And another pick that uh, make maybe kind of flies under the radar. And uh, I'm kind of flying through these too because it's just something that I think you should check out. Uh, make it maybe a recommendation. Uh, for you on your St. Patrick's Day horror watching. Uh, this one is Stitches from 2012. And it is about a clown who comes back from the dead to haunt those who took his life during a fatal party mishap. This one has a lot of elements of a lot of slasher movies, but to me specifically, it goes more Nightmare on Elm Street, which I dig. Uh, there, It says it's billed as a comedy horror, but I think the comedy is more tongue-in-cheek, uh, latter sequels of Nightmare on Elm Street. So you get this uh, supernatural killer who has these one-liners. So I think that's where the comedy is more directed. Uh, but there's some awesome kills in this. There is an umbrella uh, death set piece that just makes your, your mouth open and you're just like amazed at what the practical effects were for that scene. Uh, really creepy uh, killer too. Like there's some moments in it where I'm like, oh my God, this guy is like nailing it. Why did he not get sequels uh, for Stitches 2, Stitches 3 and whatever? But we got one and I recommend you checking this one out. My next pick is one for fans of Hammer Horror and it is a newer Hammer Horror entry called Wakewood from 2009. It is about, and I'm not giving anything away, uh, this is in the synopsis, and it's basically in the trailer, but it's the parents of a girl who was killed by a savage dog are granted the opportunity to spend three days with their deceased daughter. Now, we know when we make deals like that, aka like Pet Cemetery, uh, things that always come back maybe should stay buried in the first place. And so you get a really cool take on zombie folk horror going on here. Uh, Wakewood is one that I this is kind of common with me is it needed, I needed a second watch with it to really uh, 
appreciate some of the themes and the slow burn nature of it. So I would recommend Wakewood 2009, newer Hammer horror movie. Uh, Definitely check that out. And I believe that one is actually on Tubi as well. And lastly, uh, one that I'm not sure is on Tubi, but you can find, I believe, like on Netflix, uh, possibly Shudder, but it is called The Hollow from 2015. Now, before director Corin Hardy gave us The Nun, which is uh, has lots of people divided that it was a crap movie, or some people said, "Yeah, it was good, it was serviceable." Uh, I'm one of those fil- one of those uh, viewers. I liked The Nun, but I really like The Hollow much better. I think uh, I think he utilized his talents in a much better way here, and it is about a family who moves into a remote mill house in Ireland who find themselves in a fight for survival with demonic creatures living in the woods. I think demonic is a, is an odd way to uh, approach these creatures. They're more ingrained into the Irish uh, folk tale, uh, folk history, I should say. So I would, uh, I would definitely recommend this movie. It's got a really mean um, sort of spirited way about it. There's some scenarios with the kid that, uh, you fear for their for this kid in in their lives, and uh, it's good. It's 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 a dark fantasy horror, I would say, and uh, I would recommend that one uh, as well. Actually, probably on this list, uh, I would say The Hollow is probably one of my favorites. Probably my favorite on the list that I that I just did. Uh, but to recap, The Hole in the Ground, uh, check that one out. Definitely recommend that Irish horror, uh, Rawhead Rex from '86. If you're looking for a creature feature from the 80s, definitely check that one out. From the Dark, cool uh, creature feature as well. Stitches, 2012, awesome comedy slasher horror movie. Uh, If you're looking for more Slow Burn, Wakewood from 2009. And lastly, creature feature, kind of slow burn, but kind of uh, action-oriented, The Hollow from 2015. Uh, Definitely recommend those for your St. Patrick's Day viewing horror parties, or for any day for that matter. Uh, When you're not celebrating Leprechaun, uh, pop these in, check them out. As always, you can uh, follow Fatal Follower Presents, a podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Horror Amino, and you can reach out to me at fatalfollowerpresents at Gmail. Everybody stay safe out there. Don't drink and drive and uh, celebrate the green beer of it all. Oh, thank you. Thank you.